Norman here, and are you still not subscribed to Matt's channel? Well, if you're not, hit the subscribe button because he's giving out free picks each and every week. Hope you have a good rest of your day. UFC 298 live from Anaheim, California, Taporia versus Volkanovski. Really excited for this fight. Really excited for the card in general. I'll be breaking down the main card like usual, providing free picks, leans, price talk, and more. SystemSportsCapping.com is the website or link.me slash SystemCapping for everything. SystemCapping, resume, record, client comments, and subscription opportunities. Currently handicapping UFC, PGA, Live Golf. NHL and NBA at lower volume. Current runs uh, ending the NFL season with a Chiefs winner, plus 110 in the Super Bowl. Mahomes MVP as well, plus 135 and a 14-5 NFL run to end the season. Another profitable NFL season for myself and clients. We did have that 49ers plus 1,000 ticket pending at the start of the year. I did like the Chiefs a little more. Um, in the Super Bowl, so that's why I did attack them. Usually I don't go against my outrights, uh, but I just like the matchup, just like the scenario better for the Chiefs. Uh, it was meant for them to be back-to-back -back winners. We'll do a quick Super Bowl recap here. Uh, profitable weekend on the Greens in Phoenix at the Weights Management. And uh, no free pick last week. We were 24-7 and seven free picks on the Greens documented on TikTok and Instagram. That's 77% over a year, a year and two months now. We do have a pending one this week quick super bowl recap all i can say is mahomes is that guy right back to back for the chiefs the dynasty is here with mahomes he's starting to be talked with categories of tom brady right one of the best to ever do it going into these playoffs i did not expect most people probably did not expect for them to win this they weren't playing great football now they started playing a little better at the end of the season and they got the win over Miami. Then they got the big road wins, right? Beat Buffalo on the road. Went into Baltimore, beat them. Not too many people saw that happening. Uh, I was obviously on the Baltimore side there. Just impressive, right? Then they go as an underdog on... Well, I, they're both on the road. But go on the underdog. So underdog against Buffalo. Underdog against Baltimore. Underdog against uh, 49ers. They get it done. We were on two out of the three. <laughs> I was on them against Buffalo. Not on them against the Ravens. You know, you just got to give it to, to Patrick Mahomes, right? Experienced team as well, right? Experienced at the playoffs, been there, done that. Experienced coaching staff, really good coaching staff. Chris Jones, big plays throughout that game, especially at the end. He forced the field goal in overtime. He was able to get pressure uh, and um, he had to throw it away, right? So just very well coached team from top to bottom. And when you have the best player on the field, you always have the chance to win the game, right? And when you have a special guy like Mahomes, he was able to turn it on in the playoffs at the right time. Do enough, not turn the ball over. Right, so I got to tip my cap. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I got to tip my cap to the Chiefs. You know, well played, well done. Um, you know, big shout out. To, I do have a, Ch a Chiefs fan. Uh, big shout out to you. Uh, he is a follower. I'm sure he is happy, right? Now, now again, it could have went either way. Let's quickly address that. The reason why the Chiefs, well, one, obviously they they in over they went to overtime. The reason they got to overtime is because the punt that hit off the guy's back foot. You got to get lucky in close games like this, right? So sometimes a couple bounces go your way, you win the game. That's what happened here, right? Punt uh, hit the Chiefs' back leg. The guy tried to jump on it from the from the 49ers, couldn't fumble. 
Chiefs get the ball at the 10-yard line. Right? They were struggling to move the ball at times in that game. Right? So you got to get your bounces your way, right? And they capitalized, right? They capitalized when they had that turnover, and then they capitalized in overtime, went down the field and scored. So um, you got to give it to, they know how to win games, right? Ugly, pretty, close games, whatever it is, big games, Chiefs are able to win those. Got to tap, I got to tip my cap. Can they do three-peat? I don't think anyone has done that. So that will be interesting. Um, I'm going to say, you know, they need another weapon on offense, but maybe they don't. (laughs) Maybe they don't. They might lose Chris Jones. I think they got to try to bring him back at all possibilities just to try to get this three-peat. We'll see what happens there. Let's do a quick UFC Vegas recap. Uh, UFC Vegas 86. Pfeiffer, right? That that was the story. Did not pass the test. Jack Hermanson, I guess you can call him the gatekeeper, right, to get into the top 10. He was 11th ranked. Good fighter, you know, cardio is very good, good jab, he worked well. He was able to take the punch, right? He was able to survive the the early rounds, right? That was that was Pfeiffer's path, right? Get him out of there early. He won the first two rounds. It's not like, it's not like Pfeiffer did not do well in the fight, he just faded. And that's what I kind of expect. I did mention in the video, even though I was leaning the Pfeiffer way, I did mention in the video that if it gets to the third, fourth, fifth round, we don't know. And he did fade. He did fade late. Jack kicked his leg well, kicked the shin, um, worked the calf. And also, he did use the jab really well. A lot of people thought it was an eye poke, but he jabbed them. Hit hit the eye. um, And it looked like Pfeiffer, it bothered him throughout the fight. The eye even mentioned it after. Uh, But it looks like UFC gambled on this one to try to get another big American name. A lot of hype. Backfired. Backfired for Dana White in the UFC there. Um, now he's just going to go back to fighting, you know, guys not ranked and hopefully he gets some wins there. But, you know, if he doesn't, you know, what's going to happen? You know, you could kind of ruin a guy's name like that. So, uh, we'll see, uh, what happens with, uh, Pfeiffer. I was on a, a Dan Ige as well. Uh, he was able to, uh, get the first round KO. <clears throat> Impressive there. Uh, did not like the, uh, game plan from Touchy Feely. Not too sure what he was doing, trying to stand and bang with Ige. That's not the path, uh, to try to beat him. Uh, we did have a client winner on Luca Bume by decision, plus 115. Uh, easy win there, but Pfeiffer ruined the party. I did have a 2-5 parlay with Ige. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's get into this card. It is a good one. Three pay-per-views in a row we got coming up uh, that are very entertaining shop around have the multiple books have access to multiple books get the best price out there i can't stress that enough main event toporia minus 110 versus volk minus 110 shop around uh you can get well i guess shop around if you like the toporia so you can get plus 100 out there uh some books have that you see volk minus 120 either way it's about a pick on price and i agree with it you know i haven't been more excited for a fight in a while guys i'm excited to see how this goes we have the young undefeated stud who may be more confident than any fighter I've ever seen, guys, <laughs> besides maybe Conor McGregor. You know, against the champ and the underrated, undefeated, not underrated, undefeated at 145, 35-year-old Volkanovski. The champ's coming off a, a head kick KO by Islam Makachev. Keep that in mind, guys. He tried to move up, tried to be great, did not work out. Took it on short notice, 10 days. Never recommend that. Um, but, hey, he tried to be great. He tried to do something and no one rarely does um get that pound he would have had that pound 
pound uh, number one, get the two belts, did not work out for him. Um, he also said he wasn't training before that, he was drinking a lot. It's very uncharistic from him. I, I didn't expect him um, to be like that. I thought he was very disciplined. So that's interesting there. Um, now we're going to see how he bounces back, right? 35-year-old bouncing back after a knockout. You know, some will say it doesn't pan out well uh, for the older fighter. Now, I'm sure money, obviously, was the reason why he took it. I'm sure they threw a boatload to save that card to him, and he kind of had no choice. Um, but did not work out for him. Did not work out for him. Taporia, 14-0, 6-0 in the UFC uh, with four KOs. Already has... Uh, changed his bio to 15 and 0 guys <laughs> on his Instagram. Go to his Instagram, you're going to see 15 and 0. He's making movies about how he's becoming the champion. Just very confident. If it doesn't work out for him and doesn't win this fight, he's going to look like a fool. Um, but hey, maybe he's just playing up to the to the hype. Maybe he's just playing up uh, to the promotion. Um, it's getting me intrigued. It's getting everyone. So he's doing a, definitely a good job there. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't get this win, he's going to look kind of stupid. Um, and how can you be that confident against a guy like Volkanovski? Right? How can you be not that confident? I gotta tip my cap to him. And he does have the skill set to be that confident, right? He does have that skill set. Just hasn't fought anyone to Volkanovski's level, right? Not even that close. Emmett can't say he's that close to Volkanovski, right? Bryce Mitchell proven he's not a a championship type of fighter, good fighter, uh, but not that top five type of guy, right? And Taporia, when he did go to the five rounds in his first five rounder, he faded late in that fight. Emmett, some people saw Emmett maybe won that last round, right? So that's something a bit concerned. He couldn't finish Emmett. Emmett's very durable, tough to finish, right? But a bit concerning, a little concerns there. But I do expect him to be more ready for this five-round fight. It's a championship fight. I expect to be a little more ready. It's the second time around. So I do expect him to be ready for that. But from a skill set, comparing two skill sets, very similar. I don't think anyone really outshines the other anywhere. Right? I can say that Taporia maybe has a better boxing, cleaner boxing, more power on the feet. Can you say Volk has a better wrestling? Maybe. Maybe the stronger guy in there. Uh, but Taporia has a different style. It's more of like a Greco-Roman uh, wrestling style. It'll be interesting to see how that clashes against Volk's more traditional. They both have BJJ, just don't know how high level of BJ. They have good MMA BJJ. Uh, we also obviously know uh, Volk trains with Craig Jones, one of the best out there. And Craig Jones always raves about how good is BJJ. We just don't see a ton out of it, right? We know you can't submit the guy. <laughs> we know you can't submit the guy. Um, we've seen what happened uh, there, right, uh, when he was in that. Remember he was in that tight uh, submission against Ortega got out of it that was impressive that was very impressive I, I expect the fight to be more on the feet though I don't really expect it to be too much on the ground I think if one guy gets each other down I think they just get up I don't see any control on the ground they're not really those type of fighters right sure we could see a takedown or two but I expect the guys just to get up fairly quickly I don't see anyone getting submitted in this fight I would be kind of shocked uh, if we see that I do expect it to be on the feet for the most part now, of course, we have Volk with the bigger fights, better resume, right? There's no, there's no question around that. Uh, I talked about who Ilya fought, right? How is he going to play out in the spotlight? How is he going to look when the, a lot of pressure's on him due to his confidence? 
I think he's one of the guys that can handle it. So far, he showed me that he can handle it. Right, so that's going to be interesting. See how that goes here. You know, Volk has gotten uh, a lot of money over the f past few years. He's changed a little bit from a lifestyle standpoint, right? Then that's something that you got to factor in when you're trying to pick hairs or split hairs between these two, where I think the fight's very close, right? He has the prime contract with Logan Paul. YouTube channel's bigger, making money there, Coco with Volk, etc. Three daughters, busier life. When you just have Taporia trying to grind to get that title, right? And I usually like to look at that side, the younger fighter. If I had to bet this fight, I would look at Taporia. I don't like betting against Volk. It's funny, I have two, in this division, I have two notes. You know what these two notes, this was before this fight. This is like a, a year ago. Don't bet against Volkanovski, don't bet against Taporia. <laughs> that was my two notes I had written down, now they fight, right? So if I were to bet this fight, you know, for my personal self and clients, it's not going to be a large unit. Because I'm not sold on one side. But I see enough where I can back Taporia for a smaller unit if I decide to bet it. Again, I don't like to go against my notes. <laughs> I don't like to go against my theories because uh, they work time and time again, right? And when these two are fighting, I have enough here to say, you know, maybe I uh, can pull the trigger here on Taporia. One quick fun fact that I love uh, to bring up. Only one time has a champion 35 or older beaten a younger fighter. That's just something to mention, guys. Keep that in mind. All divisions. It's never happened at this division. Uh, I looked at that. All divisions. I can't remember the, who it was. So I do apologize for that. I got to give a shout out to Luke Thomas. Uh, he advised me of that. Uh, so thanks for that. I forget who the who the guy was. But only one time, guys. Keep that in mind. Right? is in his prime. Volk's not in his prime. That's something you got to keep in mind. Now. Of course Volk will win this fight. I'm just saying, uh, like I mentioned, look at the line. I'm telling you the line. It's pretty much a 50-50 fight. But when I'm trying to split hairs, I find enough reasons just to get to the Taporia side. Um, will I better for clients? Not too sure if I'll make my card. If I do, it'll be for a smaller unit. Colmain, fun one. Colmain, we got a fun one as well. Whitaker, minus 225 versus Costa, plus 187. You know, talk about the lines here uh, to start off. I think it's fairly accurate. 225, a little high. I would have more maybe minus 200. I do agree with the 2-to-1 favorite here, right? It's just not a great matchup for Costa, in my opinion. I just don't see where he wins the fight. Like, where does he really win this fight? I don't think he'll get the fight down to the ground, right? Whitaker's takedown defense is very good. Uh, and Costa only averages about 0.5 takedowns per fight. He doesn't look for takedowns he's not a pure wrestler he does have some good jiu-jitsu but can he get the fight down there and i say no i i don't see him getting down the the, the fight to the ground right 82 percent takedown defense for whitaker and whitaker has the back has some good wrestling so i don't see that happening there um on the feet he could catch him with a big shot of course he could f catch whitaker with a big shot that's always the case right that's always when you're betting on MMA that could happen. But I just see Whitaker being the much cleaner striker in there, quicker, better distant management. That jab is going to be a big uh, factor here. And I just think probably Whitaker wins by decision. You can approve that price. Um, I don't see this fight ending early unless it's a cost of finish. But, you know, uh, if you want to improve the price, right? Good two-fight parlay option as well. Um, would I be shocked if Costa wins? Maybe a little bit, right? I don't like his defense on the feet, 42%. Um, sorry, 
uh, 47% is his defense on the feet compared to Whitaker's 60%. Uh, that's something to keep in mind here, right? If you look at the decisions, you know, 42% of Whitaker's wins are by decision. Um, I could definitely see it going three rounds. Uh, Whitaker kind of just picking apart Costa uh, on the feet. But it'd be interesting. Uh, how does Whitaker bounce back, right? Whitaker has lost two of his last three fights. Keep that in mind. Um, obviously against two very good guys and DDP, who's your champion now, and he got finished, and against Israel Adesanya. Now, how does he bounce back off a finish against DDP? That's always a little concerning, right? Always a little concerning. So keep that in mind. Costa, he's coming off the win over Rockhold, right? He could have lost that fight. He got rocked in that fight. That went three rounds. There was a war. Um, and it was a little big step down from Whitaker, right? If you look at Whitaker and then look at Costa, uh, sorry, Whitaker, and then you look at Rockhold, it's just a big gap, right? It's a big difference. So uh, keep that in mind. The play's going to be Whitaker on here. Probably a little difficult to get to it um, due to the pricing. You can fit into a 2 5 parlay or maybe look at the decision prop uh, to improve the price. Neil, plus 187 versus Gary, minus 225. You know, I would love to see Gary lose this fight. <laughs> I am not a Gary fan. I don't like the guy. Uh, there's there's a difference between cocky, confident, and just an asshole. I think he's more the cocky asshole type. Um, don't think he's a great fighter to watch. I think he has good stand-up. I want to see a wrestler take advantage of him. Unfortunately, Neil's not. I think this is a good matchup for Gary, right? This is a good, It's a good matchup on paper for Gary. Neil likes to strike. He doesn't get a lot of takedowns, 0. 0.5 per 15. Right, he's not going to be able to just like out wrestle Gary or submit him or something like that. That's not going to happen here, right? Time I like to bet against Gary is a guy that can wrestle. If I can get some plus money on a guy that can wrestle and have a good submission game, sign me up. This is not the fight for it. I hope Neil catches him. That's his only path to win this fight. Catch him with a big shot. It's possible. He has heavy hands. He does have heavy hands, Neil. And keep in mind, this is going to be Gary's toughest test yet. So, of course, Neil could win him but he's the way he's not gonna win a decision guys I'm telling you right now lower volume he's not gonna win a decision he's gonna have to catch gary clean possible right gary's a point fighter like i said it goes to decision gary's gonna win the fight could neil win by decision highly unlikely highly unlikely guys it's gonna have to be a knockout could it happen sure could happen lower odds right so i have to i have to look at gary here. i think the matchup's good for him um and if i had to bet aside it would be on him hopefully he gets knocked out though i don't like the guy <laughs> dollars really minus 225 versus pseudo plus 27 i'm in the same boat as uh the next fight that i'll be talking about here and there's two underdogs to look at here i think if you bet one one of them at least will come through and then Dolishvili Vasuda, I have this as a closer fight, right? Minus 225 on paper. I have this at like minus 150 for Mirab, right? I just have Mirab more, you know, I could say younger fighter, a little more focused. Is Cerruto, you know, he's at the end of his career. There, there's a few concerns with Cerruto, right? But at plus 187, when you have him as the better striker, more technical in there, right? Mirab just going into rushing you, using his cardio, his consistent takedowns but is he going to be able to out wrestle Cejudo right Dwalish really how he fights it's more overwhelming you is he going to be able to overwhelm a veteran like Cejudo has seen it all I'm not too sure right and if he does get Cejudo down which he probably will throughout this fight he's not going to be able to keep him there I can promise you that 
right? Mirab's known for getting fights down, but not keeping the guy there. He'll get you down a bunch of times, but he's not going to keep you there and get like a submission, right? He's not known to finish fights with Mirab. And that's what always concerned me with him, right? Love the cardio, but guys, it's a three-round fight. There's got to be no cardio concerns for Henry Cejudo in the three rounds. He's good cardio as well. He just went five with Aljo, right? So that's something that is going to favor Cejudo here. Not a five-round fight. Mirab's strength is his wrestling. That's what Henry does, right? The Olympic champion, right? So keep this in mind, right? On this feat, I think I would favor Cejudo. Mirab has improved his striking. Yes, I'll give him that, but... You know, I would still have Henry as the better striker on the feet. So you're giving me plus 187. I have to look that way. There's no other way I can look. Sure, it's going to be a close fight, I'm sure, and it could go either way. I'm just saying value-wise, I would have to look at Henry Sudar. I can never bet Mirab minus 225. Right? And Mirab is not going to finish Henry. 75% of his wins are by decision, guys. And it's mainly just due to his pressure and getting takedowns. He doesn't really look to finish fights. So... Uh, Henry is going to have to be the play for me. If you want to improve it, play Henry by decision. You can get that like a plus 300. Mirab is very durable. You're not going to just finish him. So Henry by decision would be interesting. Uh, if you want a longer shot play, plus 300, plus 350 out there, shop around. Uh, if you want to improve that price, I don't really see Henry Sudo finishing him. It's it's lower odds, right? But um, yeah. That would be, have to be the value play for me. Next one too, value here. Hernandez minus 225 versus Kopolov plus 187. Same price as the last fight like I just mentioned. The underdog's live here. Again, these fights could go either way, I understand. But Hernandez at minus 225 versus Kopolov, when I think is one of the cleanest strikers in the whole UFC. Now, I understand. You, you know why there's a favorite. You have a wrestler, grappler versus striker. Hernandez is just going to try to chain wrestle Kopolov. And get him down to the ground. Good news, Kopolov does have 92% takedown defense. Now, I understand he hasn't fought any wrestlers that are continually trying to take him down. And I expect Hernandez to probably get him down at some point. But Kopolov, Russian, he does have some wrestling background. And he has been training exclusively with Russian wrestlers for this fight. You know, Kopolov is going to have a big striking advantage. You're giving me plus 187 again, guys. I have no choice but to look his way. Hernandez has been knocked out multiple times on the feet. Yes, he's improved, and he's been just focusing more on his wrestling. And he averages over 6.7. He averages exactly 6.7 takedowns per 15, guys, right? That's high. That's very high. So I get it. If you have a Kopolov ticket at plus 187, you're biting your nails because you got to hope that Hernandez just doesn't control him on the ground, and that is very possible. But I, ha I see enough here. Kopolov's on a nice run. That plus 187 is juicy. If I had to bet this fight, I would have to look his way due to the value. We've got some good value here on this main card, guys. Exciting main card. Exciting card in general. The prelim is not that great, to be honest. Um, but we got a good main card that I'm looking forward to. No NFL videos anymore, guys. You'll see me once a week at least for UFC. You'll find me PGA plays. I do short videos, 60 seconds. Uh, you can find it on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I might start doing a, a weekly uh, podcast um, for golf, we'll see. I know the volume is not as large for that, um, but it's one of my better sports as well, uh, right there with UFC, NFL, and others. Like I always say, guys, bet smart and know your limits. Enjoy this card.